Hi guys, it's your host, Michaela Philo, and welcome to McKay's Mindspace. So it is the week after Memorial Day weekend, and I went back to Cleveland for the weekend to see my friends, and we had the best weekend ever. We partied a little harder than normal but it was much needed. Although I cannot hang like I used to. I had a great fun weekend, but today on Wednesday morning feels like Monday. It took me almost two full days to recover from the weekend. I went on a thousand walks. I went and sat in the sauna last night. I've been drinking water galore sleeping like crazy. I mean, I just have been trying to do everything I can to just feel back to normal. But I woke up this morning. I had my matcha, drank a gulp of water, did a little mini yoga sesh. And I looked at my boyfriend and I said, I'm back at it. (laughs) So I knew this was the perfect time to get my episode in. So the topic that we're discussing today is anxiety. So we get to talk about what I'm feeling and what anxiety is. And I just feel like today anxiety has finally become a little bit more normalized. It's really the perfect time to talk about it. So the definition of anxiety, according to Google, is a feeling of worry, nervousness, or unease, typically about an event or something with an uncertain outcome. So that sounds about right. For me, you know, anxiety is definitely an inside feeling. I'm at the point of my life where I just know and can tell literally when I'm feeling anxiety and when I can feel it creeping in. Sometimes I have an anxiety attack. Sometimes I'm just having anxiety. And, you know, there's definitely a difference Um, for me just in general, having anxiety is a little more common. I used to have really bad anxiety attacks a lot. Um, I have a lot more control over my anxiousness lately. At least I've been trying to. So I, I feel like I've decreased my anxiety attack episodes. They're not gone completely, but they're better. You know, and when I'm saying I could feel my anxiety creeping in, I kind of get those moments of just like getting so locked in my body that everything else around me just kind of stops. And that's the best way to describe feeling anxiety coming in. I've had anxiety my whole life and I didn't really know it when I was younger. I didn't realize that the constant thoughts of worrying about something over and over and over and over again was something. I just thought it was normal. I just thought, I thought it was normal for me. I knew and wondered why no one else thought like that, you know, and I thought like this until I got older and actually learned what anxiety is and that anxiety is something and that it's even like a thing, you know, people think that having anxiety is just like something that we can control, but that's the whole point is that we literally cannot control it at all. It's just happening And we're trying to fight it in our mind. It's like so counteractive and it's, it's quite awful. 
And it sometimes just comes up out of nowhere and it just really sucks. So, you know, I want to talk about this because learning about anxiety has been very interesting for me. And I actually find it very fascinating. I want to talk about the ways anxiety affects me and my lifestyle and other factors in my life. I want to talk about the things that I do to try and manage my anxiety, the things I try and do to prevent it physically, mentally. I'm even going to get into some nutritional things that I do that help with my anxiety, like the things that I eat, um, physical activity that I do, spiritually, mentally, you know, I want to talk about all that. I just want to go ahead and make a disclaimer that I'm not a doctor. I'm not a therapist. I'm not a psychiatrist. I'm none of those things. I have a degree. I have a bachelor's in nutrition sciences. I'm in a nutrition program currently to become a certified health coach. And this is all of my own personal experiences personal recommendations that I'm just sharing to connect with someone out there and help them know that they are not alone and that I've probably felt something similar to you before. I've done a lot of things naturally that have really helped me in my life, I think can help somebody else. So, okay. I, anyways, I just wanted to say that let's, let's jump into this. So anxiety itself triggers so many other mental issues. And if you've experienced this before, then you know what I mean. Somehow, for me, anxiety ties into overthinking, disassociating, my confidence levels for me, sometimes in a negative way. And it's just been recently that I realized that I have been experiencing moments of disassociating, and it's from my anxiety. I don't really know how to explain this. Um, and I'm not even sure if I'm really handling it the right way, but I'm just kind of doing what my body tells me. And when I say disassociating, this is when I'm, I'm dealing with my anxiety. I feel myself kind of like not paying attention to what's going on. And like, you know what I mean? I feel like I feel myself kind of losing myself from the current moment because I'm thinking about stuff so much in my own head. I'm literally having a whole entire conversation and situation going on in my head that I have completely disassociated from what's going on in that present moment that I'm in. And it sucks because when I'm trying to do social things and my brain wants to disassociate and I need to be present, then I start to get more anxiety over and start to overthink about what I'm doing because I'm like, someone literally just asked me a question. I have no idea what they even are talking about. I completely have disassociated. And then and then I start overthinking in XYZ. You know, it's it's a repetitive cycle. So it's hard to deal with this kind of alone in your own head. And I'm bringing this up first because I think that a lot more people deal with this then we think like I really never realized that I was doing this from my anxiety until like this past year. Like because I've had a lot of time spent with myself, I literally lose my train of thought so easily. So I just wanted to throw that out there. 
let's get positive now, okay? Let's talk about the things that I do to help my anxiety and everything I've at least tried that I think has pretty much worked for me very well. First, just going based off what I just said, sometimes I just know when it's time for me to be by myself for a second and reconnect with myself and realign with myself because my presence is better then. So I've talked about this in my past episodes about alone time with yourself, journaling, meditating, all of those things I talk about so much because when I'm feeling anxious, I kind of lose control of myself for a second and it's awful. I hate it. It's not me. That part of me disassociating isn't me. So something that works for me is just kind of removing myself for a little bit and going and being by myself for a second. So for example, maybe I am hanging out with my boyfriend and I feel anxiety creeping in. I notice myself disassociating from the conversation. Maybe that's when I need to just, you know, go on a walk or I need to go sit on the front porch and just like recollect for a second. And then in about 20 or 30 minutes, I'm back to normal. And there's nothing wrong with that. Um, I've talked about this in social anxiety settings, kind of just going outside and calling my dad or going to the bathroom by myself really quick. Just taking, you know, a few seconds to yourself to reconnect and breathe and be by yourself again and be by yourself and feel better. So, you know, when I say that this isn't me, that's something else I really want to stress is that anxiety isn't you and it doesn't have to be you. And I feel like I don't need to, and that you don't need to explain yourself to anyone, but I want the people in my life to know and understand this because it's, it's my biggest flaw. You know, when I'm having anxiety and I know I need to step away for a second in my head, I'm like, all right, I'm kind of acting weird right now, you know, but it's fine. And I know I'm going to be fine. All right. Another thing that I think really helps with my anxiety sometimes is talking about it. You know, I think sometimes we do need to talk about it to the people in our life. Like for me, I think that this is the best for my anxiety after I've let myself feel everything by myself for a second. You know, after after that, this is when I usually talk to my boyfriend or my mom or one of my friends. And I'm just like, hey, I'm feeling weird. I don't know why. I just have anxiety right now. I'm feeling funny. And nine times out of 10, I just like needed to say that and get that off my chest. And I didn't even realize that I wanted to. And sometimes I just need someone to like remind me that it's okay to feel these feelings and it's okay and remind me that it's going to pass and it's okay to just feel something. And what's something I always think and tell myself is I should just be happy that I'm even being so self-aware and taking a moment to just stop and deal with it. And if you don't feel comfortable maybe talking to your mom or your friends or your boyfriend or whatever, you know, I've had therapists and counselors and life coaches in the past that were really just someone good to talk to and get things off my my chest to. And I, I highly suggest trying one out if you deal with anxiety or disassociation or any mental health issue because they really do help. 
And anytime I've ever had a therapist, I've talked about a lot more things than I even realized I needed to. And it's helped me mentally so much. And it's helped my mindset so much. Another thing that I think has really helped with my anxiety is breathing techniques. Breathing techniques have helped me a lot. It's amazing for our health too. But just stopping and having a moment of clarity with myself is very important. And I think breathing is really good for this. I've talked about the box breathing method before, which is when you count to four while you're inhaling and you hold it for another four seconds and then you exhale for another four seconds. Um, another really good breathing technique I love is the four, seven, eight technique, which is something I'm, I'm learning about right now in my nutrition program. So you inhale for four seconds, you hold it for seven seconds, and you exhale for eight seconds. The longer that you're able to exhale, the better it is for our body. And it just helps with my anxiousness. It kind of simmers me down and everything just feels slower for a second. And I really enjoy it. So let's try doing the four, seven, eight together. So inhale for four, one, two, three, four. Hold for seven, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Now exhale for eight, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. Feels good, right? Okay. Now the next thing I'm going to say is definitely my favorite thing ever. It's going outside and just being in nature. This helps my anxiety more than anything in the world. It's my favorite thing to do. It's actually been scientifically found that the nature and just being outside helps calm you down. For me, this is personally the best for my anxiety because when I just step outside and feel the sun, I just feel great. <laughs> Whether it's just going on my front porch, going on a walk, sitting by the water. I don't know if it's just the warmness or the trees or the leaves or what, but it just helps me feel happier. I start to feel more grateful. I start to feel more connected with myself when I'm outside with the earth, just moving my body around outside. It just helps me so much. If you have a front porch or a back porch, just when you feel anxious and you need to go be alone, it's the best place to go be alone for a second. I try to get myself to go outside every day. Living in Georgia has helped this so much for me because it's always warm here. So even if you even if you live in Ohio or somewhere cold, go sit in the room that has the most windows and look outside. I promise you'll feel better than sitting in that dark bedroom of yours. Okay, something else that I think really helps with my anxiety is listening to energy release music or lo-fi beats or like a white noise. I love this kind of music because it's kind of just like background music that plays. It's very peaceful, calm, and the sounds literally just 
very relaxing. So I put this on and I listen to it honestly every day. I put this on in the morning when I'm stretching before I go to bed. Um, I sleep with the white noise every single night. Just when I'm doing things around the house, it's if I go on a walk and I don't want to listen to music, it's it's very peaceful and calm sounds for our body that help us just relax. So those are kind of the physical things I do that help with my anxiety the most. So health-wise, I think a lot of what we do with our lifestyle can affect our anxiety, meaning what we eat, how we move our bodies, how much sleep we get. That all plays a part in trying to control our anxiety a little bit. You know, again, I'm not a doctor. This is just what I've learned and experienced myself that works for me. So sleep in general is just good because it's literally resting our minds. Think about it. Not too hard. But we think all day long. We're literally using our brains all day long. So if we have anxiety, our brains are almost thinking 10 times harder or more. Sometimes I just need my brain to like shut off and calm down. And sleep is exactly for that. So get your sleep. When we don't get all the sleep we need, it spikes our cortisol levels. So cortisol, scientifically, is just your stress hormone. That's just so you know for reference. We're not going to get scientific, okay? Supplement-wise, the two supplements that I think have helped with my anxiety is, for one, ashwagandha. I love ashwagandha more than anything in the world. This is really good for calming our bodies down, stabilizing your mood, helping you relax and just kind of wind down. We have the little gummies sitting in our kitchen and I take them pretty frequently. I put some ashwagandha powder in my matcha. Um, they have it in tea form. I mean, you could really get it anywhere. And it's it's helped people with anxiety a lot and Anyone that I know that took it has benefited from it in a really positive way. Another supplement that I think is really important is magnesium, specifically magnesium glycate. First off, you know, there are different forms of magnesium that do different things for our body. So the reason why magnesium glycate is good for anxiety is because this is specific for calming us down, specifically right before we go to sleep. Other forms of magnesium are more important for um, digestive issues and stuff. So, you know, that's why magnesium glycate is very important. Um, and magnesium is found in a lot of foods as well, too. So, you know, some foods that are scientifically and personally, I've found to help reduce our stress levels. Our stress levels definitely play a big impact on our anxiety. For me, I really like edamame, nutritional yeast, kale, spinach, arugula, hemp seeds, almonds, sunflower seeds, walnuts, sauerkraut. You know, there's more. I'm just, I made a little list of foods that I know are very good for helping with our stress levels, which, you know, helps my anxiety a lot. <laughs> Specifically, look for foods that are high in your B vitamins, your leafy greens, nuts and seeds, and fermented foods. Those are going to help you out the most. 
avocado, dark chocolate. I just have noticed when I take care of my body and fill it with things that are benefiting me, I feel better and I feel, you know, more confident and happy with myself. So whether it's placebo or not, it works for me and it's definitely not affecting my body in a negative way, which is why I I continue to do it. You know, if you know me, I'm a big health junkie, but when I get all my sleep, when I eat correctly and I move my body and I treat my body good, I feel better and I notice my anxiety decreases a lot. That's all I'm going to say health-wise, okay? The things that I do like journaling and going outside and talking with someone, those are the things that I have found make me feel safe. And I I like to think of it as like my little safe zone when I get anxious. I'm like, what makes me feel good? And sometimes for me, it's going home and just being with my cat or going and sitting outside and journaling about everything that I'm feeling so I don't put it on anyone else. So for you, what I want you to think about is what are the things that make you feel safe and feel comfortable? Whether it's an object, an activity, a person, a pet, find that and hold on to those things. If something as simple as being outside and laying in the grass makes me feel not so scared and makes me feel normal and come back to earth, then so be it. Instead of telling myself that I'm crazy and ask myself a thousand times why I am like this and why my brain's like this, I've just come to terms that it is okay. And it's not going away. I'm like this and that's fine. And it's the way my brain works. Instead, I just try to work around it and continue to enjoy and live my life. And I will do what I can to prevent it and minimize it. There's no right thing to do. You know, you're the only one who knows what they should do for themselves and what's best for themselves. You know, there's lots of information and resources out on the internet of things to do to help your anxiety, but they're really just recommendations and advice. And that's why I like to share it because You might be listening to this thinking like, I'm not going outside, Michaela. I don't want to. But maybe it gives you an idea to do something else. Or maybe it gives you the confidence to try something new. I don't know. (laughs) But all I do know is that, that there's someone out there that is listening to this that understands and relates and probably feels a lot better after listening to this episode. And that's, that's all I want. We can't control the events that happen in our life that increase our anxiety sometimes. And sometimes bad things happen to us and we don't understand why. And it makes our anxiety worse. You know, for me, I can't say I just got anxiety from my car accident a few years ago. I know that I had anxiety before that. What triggered it and made it worse was the accident. But because of that accident, I became more self-aware of my anxiety 
and more hands-on with my anxiety. And now I feel like I have more control of my anxiety. Am I saying that a traumatic event has to happen to all of us to have a grasp on our anxiety? No, but maybe that's what this episode is doing for you, is getting you to be a little bit more self-aware of your anxiety and maybe get more hands-on with it before it gets to that point. I don't know. I didn't I didn't think I was going to get this deep this early in the morning, but either way, you're not alone. We all deal with it. Even, you know, the people you think that might not have anxiety, you know, no matter what, we're thinking about ourselves in our head and can't help but think about the before and the after moments in our life. You know, I've said in the past, and I'll say it again, we have three things in our life. We have the things in the past, those are our depressive, sad moments. And then we have the future, which is all the things we're wondering is going to happen, the things we're worried about, the things we're kind of in fear or overexcited about, that's our anxiety. And then we have the right now, the present moment, what we can control, what we, what we can live in right now, what we can not disassociate from right now. That's all we have right now. That's what we can control right now. That's what we should be grateful for right now. When we can look at everything in our life from a more positive point of view and not ask ourselves why things happen to us and not let the anxiety get the best of us and make us overthink things, we become more grateful and we have the highest form of gratitude in the world. And you know that's when we win. We win and beat anxiety in that sense. It's so much easier said than done. You know, I think that maybe before I was at like a 50% control over my anxiety and now I'm at like a 80% over my anxiety. Like I still have some work, but I have learned so much fighting against my anxiety and not trying to let it win and take over my life and enjoy moments when I'm in fear, you know, and just facing it head on. I hope that you, you know, got some advice from this episode related to it in some way, or I hope that you maybe enjoyed something I said that I do for myself and you want to give it a try. I just hope you benefited from this episode in some way. Maybe you'll try a new food today. If you do anything after this episode, the two things I would like for you to do are to go outside for a few minutes and try a new food that will help with your anxiety. (laughs) I would be so happy, okay? Anyways, I'm just literally rambling now. I'm a little bit all over the place. I put a little bit too much matcha in my matcha this morning, if you know what I mean. I also think that I am kind of forming a cold or something. My nose is stuffy, so sorry if I sounded a little raspy this morning, but Thank you so much for listening, guys. If you're enjoying McKay's Mindspace, please give it a rating and follow. And I appreciate all the feedback I've got from you guys. I've heard so many nice things. If there's anything you'd like to hear me talk about or chit-chat about, please DM me. Love you guys so much. Have an amazing, beautiful, positive day. Bye, guys.